Viking fans, it's better to be right than first. That was my viewpoint about the Nick Mullins trade. So I waited until I could spend some time and evaluate it and give you my opinion. Up next in three, two, one. Hello, Skull Brothers and Sisters. Welcome to Skull World, brought to you by Minnesota Sports Talk. I'm your host, Dave. You can follow me on Twitter, TikTok, and Facebook, at Skull World. Now, make sure you hit subscribe, like, and leave a comment below. That also enters you in my contest. I want to hear your feedback, but I also want to pay back to you. I'm a 30 subscriptions away from getting to 500, and that means I will give $50 away in merchandise the day of the game against the Packers. 750 I give 75 1000 I give 100 But we're so close to 500 Let's make sure we get there. Leave a, leave a sub below. Leave a comment. Leave a like. Help get the word out there. Now, let's move on to what I waited so long to talk about. Nick Mullins, who was on the Raiders preseason squad, We traded a 2024 conditional seventh-round pick for Nick Mullins. I imagine it means whether or not he makes the active roster or not. Um, I assume that. I I don't doubt he will. I assume he is going to make the team and the 53 and that we will owe them a seventh-round pick. So imagine that. We got – let's say we drafted a quarterback – in the seventh round. And now now he's our backup quarterback. That is a value. That is a value. That's the kind of trade that you can hang your hat on. So great job, Questy Adolfo Mensa. Obviously had some experience with him as he he was in Cleveland while Adolfo Mensa was there. And uh, Kevin O'Connell has spoken glowingly about him. He says he uh, admired him from afar and uh, has watched his career a little bit. So he he was on board with this too. Now, let's just go back in the way back machine. Nick Mullins, he is college career. So he had a pretty storied college career, so let's talk about that. This is him at the University of Southern Miss, Golden Eagles. I'm just going to go through some of his stats. I would go through his year-by-year history. There is one thing I will bring up about his uh, senior season, um, his finishing his career. That's important, but let's go through these stats. I mean, Golden Eagles came off a pretty big losing streak. Um, His uh, freshman year, he played – he started six games, had a one in five record while he was in there, had 1,700 yards. Uh, f- completion percentage was like 49%, 13 TDs, 14 interceptions. Sophomore year, they went three and seven. Remember, these guys had no squad, and he comes into uh, this and, and starts as a freshman. Uh, 218 uh, completions, 367 attempts, a little over, or almost 2,500 yards. In uh, 59.7% passing percent, completion percentage, 12 TDs, 9 interceptions. Okay, so 
moving on to his junior year where things picked up considerably, he went 9-5, 331 for 521, 4,476 yards, 8.6 yards average per attempt, 63.5% completion percentage, 38 touchdowns, 12 INTs. So his junior year was his biggest year. Senior year, um, 7-4, only played in 11 games. He played in 14 the year before. 243 for 384. So fewer games, less production. 3,270 yards. Eight and a half long. Um, or eight and a half average per attempt. So that that's good. 63.3, so also the same. In his completion percentage, 24 TDs, 11 interceptions. Obviously, had fewer TDs, um, almost the same amount of INTs. So not as big a year. Now, think about if he had the same exact year as the year before, he would have easily been drafted. Easily been drafted. And just a little recap, is 11,000, let's just 11,994 yards, 87 touchdowns in his career. All right, and 41 starts. His 11,994 yards passing and 87 touchdowns passes dwarfs the 7,695 yards and 52 touchdowns registered by former NFL great Brett Favre during the four years with the Golden Eagles. So 11,994, 87 touchdowns compared to Brett Favre, who's in this picture, looking good, 7,695 yards and 52 touchdowns. This looks like the exact type of uniforms we wore back then. Um, So yeah, these are the college uniforms back in the day, looking good. I love them. I'm surprised they didn't have a neck roll. Uh, So that was his... That's how good he was coming out of college. He broke Brett Favre's records by a long shot, by a long ways. On in so the so he he wasn't drafted. He was a UDFA, and this is a story. On May fourth, two thousand seventeen, Mullen signed with San Francisco 49ers as an undrafted free agent. He entered training camp as the fourth quarterback on the depth chart behind veterans Brian Hoyer and Matt Barkley and rookie C.J. Beathard. On September 2, 2017, Mullins was waived as part of 49ers' final roster cuts, but he was signed to the practice squad the next day. January 2, 2018, the 49ers signed Mullins to reserve futures contract after he spent his entire rookie season on the practice squad. So they had him on the practice squad. They put him in a reserve futures um, contract. After the season was over. So they thought enough of him to keep him. So they saw something in him. And it paid off. 2018, September 1st, 2018. Mullins was waived by the 49ers. And was signed on the practice squad the next day. On September 26, 2018. The 49ers promoted Mullins. To their active roster. After starting quarterback Jimmy Garoppolo. Garoppolo tore his ACL. And was placed on the IR. For the, first, for the rest of the season. The terms of the new contract for for two years and $1 million. On November 1st, 2018, Mullins was named the starter for the 49ers Week 9 game against the Oakland Raiders on Thursday Night Football. Thursday Night Football 
his first start after Bethard suffered a wrist injury in the previous game against Arizona Cardinals. Mullins finished the NFL debut in first NFL start, completing 16 of 22 passes for 262 yards and three touchdowns as 49ers won 34 to three. So if you have a good roster and you put Nick Mullins in on a Thursday night game, 34 to three, he's got a blowout under his belt. The two games Sean Mannion played for us, dwarf, and he had he had weapons, dwarf in comparison to what Nick Mullins is doing back then. His passer rating of 151.9 was the highest since 1970 for a quarterback with at least 20 passing attempts in a debut. The Mullins was also the first player in 49, 49ers history to throw three touchdowns in the first game for the team. He completed a 24-yard touchdown pass to wide receiver Pierre Garçon in the first quarter to mark his first NFL touchdown. The following week against the New York Giants, I watched highlights, every highlight of this game. Mullins threw for 250 yards, one touchdown, and was intercepted twice by linebacker P.J. Goodson as the 49ers lost uh, by a score of 27-3 to on Monday Night Football. So his first two starts were Thursday night and Monday night, and fortunately didn't win the Monday night game. Uh, Mullins had the first road start during the Week 12 facing Tampa, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He threw for 221, one touchdown and two interceptions. The 49ers lost 27-9. So he, he struggled a little bit after that. So 2019, during the 2019 season, Mullins primarily served as the backup to Jimmy Garoppolo. He only appeared in one game in the 2019 season. The 49ers reached the Super Bowl, but the team lost 31-20 to Kansas City Chiefs. 2020 season, actually, I didn't actually watch that um, that particular Giants game. I watched another one. Um, I, it was in the 2020 season, which he won again by blowout. Yeah, here it is. In the third, so Mullins was named starter for Week Three against the New York Giants in 2020 season. In the 36 to nine victory, he passed for 343 yards and one touchdown. That game, I watched the highlights of that game. He, they just blew out the Giants. He was all over the field. It was a great game. So he can apparently put out a couple of stinkers, but he's put up some big time numbers in some, some games and you know situations that you don't want to send out your first start like a, a Thursday night football game. Yeah. So I mean, he had success. That's the 2020 season. Oh yeah, here's the uh, picture of Brett Favre, uh, famous, famous draft picture. I should have been having Mullins up when I was reading all those things. So let's let's actually uh, the San Francisco numbers. So eight games started in 2018. Uh, 176 for 274 attempts, 64.2 percentage. 
2277, so 2277 yards, 8.3 average. That's great. 8.3 average. He throws it down the field. 10 or 13 TDs, 10 interceptions, 90.8 rating. Not bad for a first-time player. Not bad for a first-time player. 2019 didn't see it, the field. 2020, uh, he kneeled once. This is rushing negative three yards. Uh, 2020, eight games started, 211 for 326, 64.7, so similar percentage. Yeah, more yardage, 2,437, seven and a half average, still good. 12 TDs, 12 interceptions, 84 rating. So that's his San Francisco numbers. Then he uh, was the practice squad with the well. He was uh, signed by the Eagles on June 14, 2021. Mullins signed a one-year contract with the Eagles on August 28, 2021. Mullins was waived by the Eagles. Mullins was then signed by to the Cleveland Browns. Uh, practice squad on September 1st, 2021. Mullins was elevated to the Browns active roster on October 21st, 2021, prior to the game that evening and reverted to the practice squad the following day. For the week 15 matchup with Las Vegas, Mullins was named the starting quarterback after the Browns experienced the COVID-19 outbreak, which included fellow quarterbacks Baker Mayfield and Case Keenum testing positive. In addition, the game was moved to Saturday. December 18th to Monday, December 20th, the first game of the season to be postponed due to COVID. During the game, Mullins threw a touchdown pass late in the fourth quarter, giving the Browns the lead. Derek Carr subsequently led the successive drive, successful drive down the field, which ended with the Raiders kicking a field goal and winning 16-14. Mullins completed 20 of 30 passes for 147 yards and a touchdown and a loss before reverting back to the practice squad the later that week. And Mullins signed with the Las Vegas Raiders on April 4th, 2022. And now, as signed August 22nd, the Raiders traded Mullins to the Vikings for a 2024 conditional seventh-round pick. His Cleveland numbers is only one game, so I read them to you. 20 for 30, 66.7 completion percentage, 147 yards, 4.9 average. Different story, emergency quarterback, little time to prepare, and uh, there you have it, COVID outbreak. He, uh, and then they extended it to Monday night. So, or I forget when, Monday night, maybe Saturday the next week. I forget when they played that game. Uh, but, yeah, so that's his time. That's that's what happened. So I always like to see what, what did they think of him coming out of college? Here's his analysis. Mullins is a productive college quarterback. There he is with the Raiders. Mullins is a productive college quarterback with good competitiveness and toughness, but lacking the minimum standards of of an arm strength. Mullins could make it into camp, but is unlikely to find a spot on a roster. I immediately disagree with arm strength. The dude... Has a has a quick compact release and is a speedy decision maker in the videos that I've seen. Um, arm strength. He is throwing some 
bullets down the field in the videos I've seen. So I, I don't think this was completely accurate. Although he is only 6'1". Um, that, this, so his size maybe is there. But he doesn't look small out on the field. Strength. Uh, his strengths are good foot quickness in the pocket. Agree with that. Um, he's very steady in the pocket. His, his head shifting. Uh, surveying the field makes a quick decision when he sees the guy open. I like it. Short, compact swing for a throw. Can you can go from play action to pass ready quickly? Very true. Able to bounce around and find slivers of space to cut it loose when pressure descends. He's not a fast guy, so he's not super fast. I don't think he's any more mobile than Cousins, um, but he's athletic enough. And yes, his pocket awareness seems to be very good um, in the games that I've seen him play. I've watched probably four videos of him in there's in in the NFL. I'm not watching his college stuff. Capable and control passing attack with tight release, very tight release, short compact release. I said that throws with quality touch. I would say. Yeah, I didn't see a lot of like lob balls or anything like that. Um, but leading receivers fitting in the tight holes. Um, yeah, he, he can do that. Exceptional toughness. That's great to hear. Had training staff push the bone back in and stitch up a compound fracture in his thumb against Texas San Antonio to so he could finish the game. He had a compound fracture. If you know what that means, it means the bone sticking out of the skin. So they pushed it back in the skin, pushed it back in the skin, sutured it up, and he finished the game. That's some Ronnie Lott cutting off my finger type crap right there. Weaknesses: well below NFL norm for size. Six one. I mean, Drew Brees was five eleven. Yeah, there's plenty of quarterbacks that were this size. Uh, small frame, unlikely to ever carry desired mass. Just don't see him being a small person. He doesn't. He doesn't. This isn't totally accurate. Lacks NFL caliber arm to push the ball down the field and drive it between the hashes with, without defensive backs making plays on the ball. This is this was inaccurate too. I mean, is he the greatest at it? But the the film that I saw, the highlights that I saw, he was zipping the ball. So he's capable of it. Whether or not he's capable of it all the time, I don't know. But he was capable of it. At least in the NFL. Will opt out of throwing from balanced platform and into back foot tosses. Didn't see that either. He had a... Oh, he, he did have some of that. But honestly, it was off script. Um, guy in his face threw it around the defender type of throw. So that's the kind of thing I, I I want him to do, be able to do that. But most of his throws were him finding the lane and just zipping it. When he, he he's surveying the field, first read, second read, boom, it's out of his hand. So I I like it. Doesn't bring his lower body through his throws to maximum, maximize velocity. I mean, that could be true. Anybody cannot maximize their velocity. Floats throws the field side and in in the deep middle. Didn't see that. Um, of course, I'm watching highlights, so I can't I can't speak to that. This is my first time reading these. This is how I react to them. Needs to get ball out earlier to compensate for lack of arm. 
Okay. Quick release. Love it. Dan Marino had a quick release. There's a lot of players that are very good that had quick releases. So makes up a hell of a lot for uh, strong arm strength. So, however, he has definitely short and intermediate um, throws. Whether or not he has the long ball, you know, how often does that come up in a game? We'll see. He is our. He's going to be our backup quarterback, I have no doubt. Sloter and... Sorry, did I say Sloter? Kellen Mond. I had Sloter in my brain. He's still out there. Uh, Kellen Mond, I, I gave him too much credit for the Raider game. Looking back, he missed some more throws or, or better throws that he could have made, and he chose the wrong, wrong guy. Um, and then this last game, there's some drops out there, so I can't blame him on that. But then there was a couple of uh, thrown over a guy's head who was wide open. Um, the two picks were ugly throws, ugly, ugly, ugly throws. Better, um, The first one, a better throw would have been caught. And the last interception was he should have thrown it farther down the field and have the guy run underneath it and high point the ball. He led it to where the inside safety could easily pick off the ball, which was a terrible throw. Now, Kellen, you know, now Sean Mannion was just unfortunate drops, and especially the one by Zach. Davidson, he he had that ball. He had 50 yards. That would have doubled uh, Mannion's numbers and made him look a lot better. Kellen Mon, if he drives and, and scores a touchdown on that last drive, he would have looked a lot better. He had some good throws in there. You know, he said had some bad throws. Now, here's my opinion of what should happen. Sean Mannion shouldn't be on this team. Kellen Mon, if we keep a third quarterback on the 53-man roster, should be offered that position. Give him another year, because who knows what Kellen, um, who knows what Nick Mullins will do next year. So it's still good to have a developmental quarterback like a Kellen Mond. He's shown some highlights. Sean Mannion has not. Is we know what Sean Mannion is. He's not going to be, he should not be on this team going forward. All right. So that's what I'm saying there. So, but if I, I had said prior to this that we needed to go out on Monday and get us a quarterback so we could practice for this preseason game and we could put the, put them out there and compete against these other two guys. Hopefully, hopefully Nick Mullins has enough time to get it all down uh, as much as it down, have a good good um, grasp of the offense and have enough plays where he can show his ability. But if for some reason he doesn't, I feel like he's had the experience. He's had the success of coming off the bench and winning a game and even in blowout fashion a couple of times that he is uh, the right guy to be a, a backup quarterback for us. We were begging for us a backup quarterback that was capable of winning a game. We did not have that at all in the two guys we currently have So, or that we had. So Nick Mullins is coming in, and he needs to be our backup. 
no matter what he does in that game, outside of stinking it up with three picks, ugly balls like Mon was throwing. So that's it. This is Skull World, brought to you by Minnesota Sports Talk. I'm your host, Dave. You can follow me on Twitter, TikTok, and Facebook. Subscribe, like, and leave a comment. Enter this contest. Tell me what you think of Nick Mullins. I like him. I think he's going to be a solid backup. Hopefully he never sees the field and Kirk Cousins plays every game. Every game. Unless we have the first seed locked up and he can play that last game of the season. That's it. Thank you for watching. I love you guys. Stick with me. I'm here in, I'm here for the long haul. I'm going to do this the rest of my life. <laughs> I hope. I hope it's a long life. Let's do it. Skull Vikings. Let's go. Thank you.